GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. Gibraltar resident Ricky Killen has met US Vice President Kamala Harris while attending Pride celebrations in New York. She told him it was great to see Gibraltar flying the flag for Pride. Our tuna fishing season has reportedly seen an unprecedented number of large bluefin tuna swimming in our waters. We heard from Sam Marache. Our reporter Kevin Rees told us about the need to transition to alternative fuels, a key talking point at Maritime Week. And the Heritage Trust's Rebecca Farr talked to us about this year's Heritage Awards. But first, the temperature of treaty negotiations might have been turned up a notch. The governor has told the Times Spain has asked for a regulatory framework over the management of the Gibraltar airport, which implies Spanish jurisdiction, which is not something that Gibraltar can tolerate, according to the governor, Sir David Steele, and also the chief minister, Fabian Picardo. We unpacked these comments with the GBC News editor, Christine Vasquez. If you look at the article, there's a lot in it that is not new. Um, What is new is that the governor, Sir David Steele, has actually said... Uh, outright that the Spanish have asked for a regulatory framework over the management of the airport, which implies Spanish jurisdiction. This is something that Gibraltar cannot tolerate. We can't forget, Jonathan, that there is a New Year's Eve agreement. That New Year's Eve agreement has been in place. We've been hearing over the past years that the treaty has to mirror this. So other than the the technical and legal complications, we can only assume that new ideas have been introduced into those negotiations. Okay, so we have heard reports uh, in recent weeks and months, uh, Financial Times, The Times, uh, have speculated, as is their prerogative, um, that there have been calls by the Spanish government for control uh, to some extent over the Gibraltar airport. But what you're saying is that this is the first time uh, that that idea has been attributed to the governor, Sir David Steele, in a quote, in a reliable newspaper article. The Times is not, you know, sort of, no need to mention other newspapers that we might not be talking about. They know who they are. (laughs) You you, you would expect the Times (laughs) to have checked their quotes and printed having, something accurate. Having said that, we haven't been able to verify whether it's actually um, the governor who has made these comments, whether the comments are recent. We, we've we asked the, com- the convent. The convent has not verified, has not confirmed, as, as the Foreign Office would like to say about the Foreign Office, has neither confirmed nor denied, and has just sent us, um, has directed us to a viewpoint programme that Rosa Stengo did with the governor. Because they did talk about this point, uh, about the airport and the extent to which Spain would have to oversee, um, you know, uh, entry into Schengen. Uh, that We've always known that that would be a talking point. But, but I don't think that the governor, Sir David Steele, in it actually says the Spanish have asked for a regulatory framework which implies Spanish jurisdiction which we cannot tolerate, which is what he has now, it seems, said to the Times newspaper. Let's have a listen to uh, that 
clip which uh, was uh, a few weeks back uh, with Rosa Stengel on Viewpoint and this is what Sir David Steele had to say. And that is exactly what we're negotiating at the moment, is how Spain actually conducts that supervisory role. And that is one of the issues that the uh, current talks are, are trying to finesse at the moment. That degree of supervision and oversight that is acceptable to Gibraltar so that no sovereignty issues are crossed and is acceptable to Spain and the European Union to allow them to conduct the oversight necessary under European Union law. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Now, on the other side of the Atlantic, Gibraltar resident Ricky Killen has met US Vice President Kamala Harris while attending Pride celebrations in New York. And the US VP told him it was great to see Gibraltar flying the flag for Pride. Miss Harris made a surprise appearance at the famed gay bar, the Stonewall Inn. It's said to be the first time that a sitting US vice president has visited the bar. Ricky posted photos and videos on his social media. There's this perversion about thinking that, you know, to have empathy, to have care or concern for someone else's struggle is somehow a sign of weakness when in fact that's the true sign of leadership mm. is to have that kind of empathy and concern mm-hmm. yes. we know what strength looks like yes. and we're not going to be defeated and we're not going to be silenced and we're not going to be overwhelmed and we're not going to let the bullies make anyone feel alone because that's part of what they're trying to do yeah. to make people feel alone and somehow outside i do believe one of the greatest expressions of love of country is to fight for the ideals of our country. Yes. Right? This is Gibraltar today. Uh, we're also talking about tuna fishing after the season in Gibraltar has reportedly seen an unprecedented number of large bluefin tuna fishing in our waters. Lee Christian and Stuart Mason broke the record yesterday for landing the largest ever tuna locally, an impressive 376 kilograms. And we've been speaking to Sam Marache of the Tuna Fishing Association. Well, the season this year has really been unprecedented, both in terms of the size of fish that have been caught, as well as the time of year that we're catching these fish. We're not too sure if it's due to global warming and therefore the warmer sea temperatures or perhaps just because every year we're seeing more and more tuna. But this year we appear to have been catching tuna far earlier than other years. Normally we start in the first couple of weeks of July. This year is from last week, so end of June, we've been seeing many giant tunas in our, in our waters. And this has obviously led to people catching this week to the extent that I believe as, as of today or as of this morning, nine tons more or less have been caught. This goes to what the Gibraltar Tuna Fishing Club has been saying for a long time, that the population of bluefin tuna has stabilized. It's, they're thriving as a species. And in fact, it also coincides with what the IUCN, which is the conservation body, also has listed them as being of least concern. 
in terms of the status of the species itself. So it's great to see, but it's also interesting for us to be able to experience because, as I've said, you know, they're in much larger numbers than ever before. They're much heavier than ever before. And they've also entered our waters in at a time of year that normally we don't see them around here. In terms of the record-breaking catch, every year we seem to be breaking the record of the records of the previous year. Last year, I remember on the last day of the season when a 350 kilogram tuna was brought in and everyone was raving about the fact that it had broken the previous record, which I believe was 326. Now this year, yesterday, in fact, uh, 376 kilogram tuna was caught. I think we're probably heading towards the 400 kilo mark soon. I wouldn't be surprised if from here until the close of the season, this record is broken again. But in the meantime, it's obviously an incredible achievement for the, for the fishermen who managed to bring it in. And it demonstrates the fact that every year, this tuna is just getting bigger and bigger. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. We also hmm. want to tell you about the Maritime uh, Week, which uh, Kevin Ruiz uh, has been sitting in on at uh, at the Sunbone, I believe, Kevin? That's right, Jonathan. I remember when this idea of Maritime Week was just being mooted a few years ago, and um, VJ Daddy and Annie had this idea of launching Maritime Week. Well, it's now in its third edition. It's a biennial event, and it's an event which brings together all the players in the maritime, the nautical industry, in Gibraltar and beyond. It's all hosted by government, obviously, with all the different entities, the Port Authority, the Maritime um, Administration, and the newly formed University's Maritime Academy has an involvement as well. And it's got a sponsor, one of the major players in the maritime industry. Like I say, it's a the third edition, and like every edition, the important thing behind Maritime Week is to bring together the stakeholders, open up those important conversations about the industry, how it's evolving, where it's shaping, how it's shaping, rather, and where it's going and to try and identify where Gibraltar needs to up the ante or, or change gear in order to stay relevant. And that's one of the things that I was talking to um, the minister this morning and also um, to John Gio, the captain of the port, because this morning the flagship conference was opened by the minister and he was highlighting one of the important points for the port of Gibraltar moving forward. I think one of the most important uh, sort of uh, points now is, is sustainability. And, and we're working very hard on that. You know, we were one of the first uh, ports in the Mediterranean to, to start LNG bunkering. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago during COVID, I was on a webinar uh, with, with other ports. And, and when I said that we were already starting to do LNG bunkering, they were surprised, you know, because I like to think that we, we like to lead in Gibraltar. Um, but, and look, it's a huge challenge because there are many alternative fuels. Energy is not the only one. You know, there is there's hydrogen, there's ammonia, uh, there are others. And, and we need to, and we need to uh, work and we need to work because this is a very, this is a ever-evolving uh, industry, and, and we need to be at the front of it. Gibraltar today with Jonathan Scott. The Heritage Trust is inviting nominations from the public for this year's round of Heritage Awards. Uh, these have been presented by the Heritage Trust annually since 1993, always celebrating um, projects that really champion Gibraltar's unique heritage. Uh, they may be to an individual, including uh, young people under the age of 16. They could go to a group, a team, a club, a firm, a company, uh, basically any body who has made a, a positive contribution to enhance Gibraltar's heritage and our understanding um, and also uh, efforts to preserve a part of Gibraltar's heritage. So let's find out more from Rebecca 
Fa, who's here representing the Heritage Trust. Good afternoon to you, Rebecca. How are you? Hi, good afternoon. I'm well, thank you. Good. And the Heritage Trust always a, a sort of a flagship project and, and always manages to attract um, some great projects which help us to understand why this place that we live in is unique and, and different. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think we always try and encourage participants or people who invite nominees uh, to look at people who've really... Uh, see why our heritage is so valuable to us, whether, as you said, it's through preservation or it's uh, promotion or enhancement in school or through companies, like you said. Um, and this year is no exception. We, we want to bring those uh, people to light and the projects that they've done. So in, in short, you know, to state the, ask you to state the obvious, why is uh, championing heritage so important? I mean, I think... Our heritage is a part of us, really. Um, the trust, our aims are very clear in the sense that we want to promote, uh, protect and pr uh, preserve, really, our heritage. And the awards are a way of giving back a little bit to the community and inviting them in to show that they can also uh, help us do that. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.